This is TechCrunch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to TechCrunch Daily News, a roundup of the top tech news of the day. SoftBank is putting even more money into WeWork, SAP's outgoing CEO gets a new job, and automated logistics startup Fabric raises $110 million. Here's your Daily Crunch for October 23, 2019. First up, confirming earlier reports, the Wee Company and SoftBank Group have agreed to a new capital infusion, which will see SoftBank committing $5 billion in new financing and issuing a tender offer for another $3 billion in buybacks for shareholders. After the closing and the tender offer, SoftBank will own approximately 80% of the Wee Company, according to a statement. However, it will hold a majority of voting rights, thanks to WeWork's convoluted ownership structure. As part of the agreement, the company confirmed that Marcelo Claure, the chief operating officer of SoftBank Group, will assume the position of executive chairman of the board of directors of WeWork. In cloud news, former SAP CEO Bill McDermott is taking over as ServiceNow CEO. When McDermott announced he was stepping down as CEO a couple of weeks ago, it certainly felt like a curious move, but he landed on his feet pretty quickly. The transition will take place at year end. If you're wondering what happened to the current ServiceNow CEO, John Donahoe, well, he landed a job as CEO at Nike. In funding news, Fabric has raised $110 million Series B to expand its network of automated fulfillment centers in the U.S. Last October, Fabric opened its first micro-fulfillment center in Tel Aviv, giving an inside look into how the company's system works. Robots move around the warehouse, picking up inventory so human workers can stay at a scanning station. Fabric says the 6,000-square-feet station now processes up to 600 orders a day, including one-hour deliveries. In advertising tech, the snapback continues. Snapchat blew past earnings expectations for a big beat in quarter three, as it added 7 million daily active users this quarter to hit 210 million, up 13% year-over-year. Snap also beat on revenue, notching $446 million, which is up a whopping 50% year-over-year, at a loss of $0.04 EPS. That flew past Bloomberg's consensus of Wall Street estimates that expected $437.9 million in revenue and a $0.05 EPS loss. In app news, do a search on Google's Play Store in Europe, and you'll find the company's own Gboard app has an age rating of PEGI3. 
which signifies content is suitable for all age groups. But if you do a similar search for the rival Flesky keyboard app, you'll find it has a PEGI 12 age rating. This label signifies the rated content can contain slightly more graphic fantasy violence and mild bad language. We reached out to Google for an explanation about the discrepancy in age ratings between Flesky and Gboard, and we'll update this report with any further response. Next up, how do tech companies measure legal? Interviews with tech company general counsels and a survey conducted by TechGC reveal how innovative in-house attorneys measure both productivity and quality, and position their teams as central to advancing enterprise-wide goals. To read this article, an Extra Crunch subscription is required. And finally, TechCrunch's Anthony Ha reviews the new Terminator movie Dark Fate, in which Linda Hamilton returns to the role of Sarah Connor, and says it is surprisingly good, and got him excited about the Terminator again. Ha writes that the film, which opens November 1st, doesn't quite replicate the perfect mix of violence, terror, and melancholy that made those first two films so memorable, but it can hold its own in a fight. That's all for today. Check back weekday afternoons for more from TechCrunch, or go to techcrunch.com. To hear everything you need to know about the week's top stories in tech from the people who wrote them, check out the TechCrunch podcast, hosted by me, TechCrunch managing editor Daryl Etherington. Each week, we go in depth on two or three of the week's top stories from in and around the startup ecosystem, and I'll be joined by the TechCrunch experts who covered them. They tell us why the news is so important and what they think matters most to you, our listeners. Whether you're just interested in tech or that's where you make your living. New episodes drop every Saturday morning, so be sure to subscribe to the TechCrunch podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.